Welcome to Return to Radiance, the podcast with one core purpose, to remind you of your innate power and essence. I'm your host, Danielle Venables, an Akashic guide and soul coach here to activate, heal, and empower the new wave of soulful CEOs to become radically aligned and unapologetic. In these episodes, we will be diving into all things mystic, soul level transformation, the new paradigm of leadership, business energetics, awakening, healing, and more, as well as holding potent conversations around connecting deeply to your personal power and owning your truth. If you are here for it all, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. While I'm confident the discussions in this podcast have the power to change your life, these episodes are for information only and are in no way a substitute for individual medical, legal, or mental health advice. So my question, I'm dropping in actually with a question. Hi, hello, all of the good things. Um, so I know that you speak on receptivity and I've also seen you um, post on things like, you know, being able to have like a few core offers versus like shiny object syndrome, so to speak, where um, my bouncing from offer to offer basically. So my question to you is I'd love to hear you share a little bit on that. If you have something, or maybe you have a podcast episode where you talk about this, um, because I would just really love and value your take on it. Um, and the reason that I ask is it's been really interesting that, you know, I've not felt the need to bounce from offer to offer, but just allow myself to be more playful in what I am offering because I have several things open at once. And um, it's really like made a huge difference where it's like, okay, maybe I'm not feeling as receptive to bring people into my membership today. So I'm talking about this instead or, and it's really allowed me to get away from that like hard launch process. So it's felt really good, but I'm curious of your, um, of your take on it because I also feel like I can get squirrels really easy because I have, you know, the tendency just to be a little bit scattered. So it could be like, Oh yeah, I have this program coming up next week and I haven't talked about it. So yeah, I'm just wondering if uh, this is a conversation you'd like to partake in or um, just what comes up for you when you hear it. All right, let's talk about it. So I had a friend drop in with this question into my Voxer. We've got sort of a collaborative um, mastermind-y type relationship. And I absolutely love when people bring these things to me because it challenges some of my ways of thinking. Sometimes it brings through new ideas in true generator fashion. Um, I love having things to respond to. So her question essentially was, where do you balance the themes of receptivity in terms of, I feel more receptive to receive this kind of client as opposed to that kind of client today. So I'm going to sell this offer today um, while simplifying and minimizing the squirreliness, the, oh shit, I've got a program starting next week and I haven't really done it justice in terms of launching it. Um and all of that. So staying really centered in what it is you've got going on and where the structure gets to serve as a support as opposed to where it becomes constrictive and heavy and lacks playfulness. So 
my thoughts on this matter when it comes to business, first and foremost, is that business is not a one-size-fits-all thing. There are wildly successful people out there who are running new programs every month, new masterclasses every month. Their entire 12-month calendar has 12 different programs on it. And then there are also the people who rinse and repeat a couple of core offers. There are some people who do primarily one-on-one and they don't actually have very many courses. There are people who build evergreen and funnels and they're actually never live launching. There are infinite ways to build a business. And this is really where I love to take clients and dive into what really feels good for you and how can we optimize that? How can we amplify your energy even more? How can we clean up the energy so that you don't feel frantic in whatever structure that you choose? However, I will attempt to speak to this on a more um, diverse level um, when it comes to simplifying and the benefits of simplifying your offers as opposed to continuous, con- continuously feeling like you need to create something new and reinvent the wheel and start to like just never get off that creative hamster wheel in your business. So I want to preface this conversation by saying like there are going to be different challenges depending on where you're at in your business. But where I see a lot of people tabling out right at that point of trying to scale, at that point of really working on going to the next level is they they start to build out this product suite, right? And there's this narrative around like, make sure you have something for every price point. Not that that's inherently wrong. Um, There's this narrative of like, well, you know, some people want the marketing program and some people will want the sales program and some people will want the whatever program. And um, at the end of the day, it can leave us on a constant loop of creation. And this is something that I see a lot where it's like, okay, well, maybe I can't scale my one-on-ones. So what can I scale or what can I create to scale? Or, um, you know, there's so many spaces where this starts to show up. That's like one example. But um, with this process of scaling, when you're like, okay, I've got my foundational income down. I'm good there. Now I'm ready to take it to the next level. I'm ready to expand. I'm ready to get more clients through. I'm ready to get more money coming through. Whatever your desires are in the scaling process, what can often happen is I do see people going into these creation hamster wheels. And so I'm going to kind of talk about where simplicity can hold you in your business where it can be that default, where it can be that thing that like creates that delicious spaciousness that you desire um, while also playing in the energy of creation and being in flow as you move through your business. Because I really believe that we need both as humans, as people who are constantly evolving and changing. I think it's so important to have new creations and for our creations to evolve and for our business offerings to evolve with us. Um, But that does not mean that we need to hold 8 million products in our product suite. So when I speak from my personal experience, when it comes to simplifying and creation and all of the things, the biggest thing that I realized for myself was that I was in a loop of 
making more work for myself than I needed to. And what do I mean by this? I mean, every time I was trying to come up with a shiny new offer with something new and fun and exciting, and every time you birth a new offer, there's not only the idea for the offer, which comes through quite easily for me, but then there's the actual building out. Okay, how do I want the modules to look? Do I want to live teach? Do I want to have it pre-recorded? Um, you know, what's going to be on the sales page? What bonuses do they get? There's all of these different pieces that go into packaging and fully creating your offer. And with all of that, if you are trying to do that even four times a year on some bigger scale, it's going to start to wear down on you. Um, obviously the more you do it, the the harder it gets, but what starts to happen is you're putting a hundred percent of your creative force into these new creations. Now there are seasons for that and I will get into that, but what I was noticing for myself was that I was in a space of, okay, one program ended or the enrollment for that program ended. Now, what am I going to make next? What am I going to create next? And I, I kept like going through this creative process and all of my creations were so beautiful and so amazing, but I got to the end of a year and I looked back on my year and I was like, man, like, I don't know if I did any of these programs justice. Like I looked back, I was like, oh, that one, that was so magical. Mirror, mirror. That was fucking amazing. That was so good. And I don't know if I did it justice. Like if I redid it, you know, it could be a completely different program and it could be even more magical. And I started to kind of look back on a lot of my creations like that. I was like, I spent so much time creating new programs and look at all of the stuff that I'm sitting on over here that I've already created, that I've already guided people through, that I already have a sales page for, all of the recordings that I already have from different programs that I could repurpose, that I could bundle, that I could put into a masterclass series. I was like, look at all of the energy, creative force, life force that I have dumped into my business over the last 12 to 18 months. Look at all the magic that I've created. Look at the impact that it's created for my people. And what's it doing? It's sitting there. And I thought at one point that once I had enough recordings, I would put it all into an evergreen funnel and it would all get used that way and it would all be good and it would be passive income and blah, blah, blah. Guess what? A year later, I still haven't done it. <laughs> like, let's be real. Um, so I I started to realize just how much I was creating. And I was also starting to notice where that might have actually been diluting the potency of my work because I was constantly in that creation mode. I was constantly in the doing mode, the creating mode, the recording modules and recording activations and showing up and like not only live launching these things, but then also showing up to create them behind the scenes as we're moving through the modules. And as much as I am a generator, as much as I do have that energy that can move me through a lot. And I have like such a big source of energy when I'm lit up by these things. I still looked back and I was like, okay, but I'm not being efficient here. Not that business is all about efficiency, but I was finding that like, I was trying to keep up with all these new shiny flashy offers. And I was on some kind of hamster wheel that I could step off of at any given time. But I was so busy doing that I didn't take the time to pause and reflect in the moment and realize that, oh, you actually don't need to create anything new. Your product suite is perfect. 
In fact, my product suite was so vast last year that it created some confusion, not so much with my audience. I feel like I give, you need to give your audience credit when it comes to um, them keeping up with you. And I really don't feel like I necessarily lost anybody, but there definitely is that space of like, okay, well, if she's coming out with 20 offers in a year, maybe I'll set this one out and I'll go into the next one instead. Oh no, wait, actually, I wish I had gone into the last one. And it starts to create like, where do I go? Where do I fit into this puzzle for your clients? Um, which is something that you need to kind of take into account um, as you're creating. Again, not saying don't create, but it is something where it's like, do I want to funnel people into my most potent, amazing programs? Or do I want to be running essentially beta rounds of a whole bunch of new things all in one year? Like, does that feel fun or does that feel overwhelming? And so in the moment for me, it felt fun. In hindsight, it felt very overwhelming. So what I did with that is I I scaled it way back. I was like, okay, I'm not going to relaunch Mirror Mirror right now. I'm not going to relaunch Radiant Marketing right now. Um, You know, any little program or course that I did last year that was basically outside of my mastermind and my one-on-one, I'm like putting it on the shelf for later. That was my, that was my decision after reflecting on the way that that year went. And so I took that sacred pause. I analyzed it and I was like, no, these need to go on the shelf for now. I'm sure they'll be back, (laughs) but I need to really anchor deeply and solidify my core product suite. So what is my core product suite? It is my membership and the void, which kind of go hand in hand. If you're in the void, you're in the membership. If you're in the membership, you may not be in the void, but Basically, those two are kind of one thing with different tiers. And then you move into my mastermind and then you move into my one-on-one. Those are my core offers. There are some that start at $200 a month and some that start at $2,000 a month, but everything is within that range. Those are my bread and butter. Those are my core offers. Those are the structure that hold me in my financial sustenance. And by financial sustenance, I mean, if I didn't launch a single thing else, if I was only running the membership in Void and the mastermind and one-on-one, I would have enough financial sustenance to have a really successful year. Anything that I do over and above that is non-foundational and it's optional. And that's the area of expansion. That's where I get to start to play. But when I really took that perspective of like, okay, these are my core offers. These are the things that will meet people at different levels in my business. Those are the things that are here to stay. And we're going to build the business on that foundation. And then the extras just become fun, right? So it's not launching things from a place of, well, I need something to launch um, this month and I don't have anything planned and da, da, da. it's like, no, these are your core offers. These are what you default to. And, um, when those are full or when you're feeling inspired, then you can go into flow. What this simplification did is it created more flow for me. It created more space because I was being held by the structures of my foundation. It created more space for me to take time off. It created more space for me to circle back to the brilliant creations that I already have. It created more space for me to go back and revisit old things that I could maybe rebundle or resell or 
rework things that I may want to live launch again at some point. But most importantly, it created space. And those elements, my mastermind, my membership, and my uh, one-on-one, those are there for me if I take a two-month vacation in the summer. Those are there for me if I'm too busy to launch anything else. Those are there for me while I'm launching other things. Like those are my constants. Those are my ride or dies in my business that allow me to feel supported and grounded in my business. And when I stepped off that hamster wheel and I switched it up where I'm like, okay, we're going to lean into the foundation. We're going to test this foundation. We're really going to like lean on it and put some pressure and see if it crumbles. (laughs) I wasn't actually worried about it crumbling, but you know what I mean? Like we're really going to lean into the foundation. What does that do? That creates more safety in your business. When you're leaning on your foundation actively, when you step off the creation hamster wheel and you lean on that foundation, you realize how strong it is. You realize how safe it is to relax. You realize that you don't need to create something new in order to have a really freaking amazing year. And so from that place, then you're creating in those months where you have more flow, in those seasons where you have more flow, in those seasons where you want to play, you want to put out a low ticket offer or you want to do something else. It's like, you just get to like relax and settle into that space um, and create from there. So it's not, this is going to make or break my year. It's just how fun would this be to serve in this way? And I have the capacity for it right now. So I'm going to go for it. And there's no pressure to bring it back over and over again. There's no pressure to be like, oh, does this fit in June or September? It's, it's literally just, you can do it. And if you never run it again, that's fine. And if you run it again right after, that's fine too. But it gives you more space to really play with these other pieces, with these new creations, without putting any pressure on them. It also creates some repetition in the cycles of your business where, yes, you're still creating new offers, of course, but you're also sinking into some of the same offers. You're circling back to some of the same offers. And there are people, I've been that buyer and I've had clients be that buyer for me too, where it's like, they watch me go through a launch and they're like, oh my God, I want to be in so bad, but it's just not the right time. It's not the right place. I don't have the money, whatever it is. And then I bring it back and maybe it's the next time, maybe it's the time after that, but eventually they do come around. They do circle in because they've wanted to this whole time. Well, if I'm not operating on that foundation of offers, that foundation of core offers that I feel really fully embody my work in its fullest potency, then I'm not giving them that opportunity to say yes in six months, right? So by having a couple of select things that do come back fairly regularly, mixed in with some new stuff. Not only does it let you relax and settle into holding the energy of that container to not constantly being cre- be creating new modules, new recordings, new activations, new calls, etc. allows you to just kind of hold and maintain the space. Um but it also creates a sense of predictability for the people who are serious about stepping into like your top tier work. And so when you're when you're looking at your foundational offers, it's like, what is my top tier, top caliber, maximum transformation, like 100% success rate? What is that offer? What are those offers, right? 
And like, can I, can I weave those in more in my business? I hope this is making sense. I feel like I just talked and blacked out a little bit. (laughs) All of that to say, like when you're working with simplifying, it doesn't have to be from a place of restriction. Um, It really gets to be from a place of making space. And what this allows you to do is once you have that space, you can realize where you actually just needed that space freed up period. And you don't want to pick anything else up and that's okay. I just want to like, say like, that's okay. Um, I've realized too, there are certain spaces where I just don't want to pick up more work. I don't want to create another offer to fill in the gap. And that's perfect. That's the way that my energy wants to, to flow. That's where I want to be present with my family, especially in the summer, you know, like there, there's a lot to that. But um, it also just creates space for you to pause and reflect. And I think that's another place where we burn ourselves out. And, you know, I wouldn't have realized how tired I was of making new things (laughs) if I hadn't taken that pause. And so we need to be taking those sacred pauses. We need to be taking that space to really look at what we've been doing, what we want to do. And that involves taking a step back. It doesn't involve continuing to launch things until you get sick, right? So it's like catching it before it gets bad. (laughs) And then um, lastly, like it just allows you to hold space for the evolution of your business. It allows you to hold space for um, where your work is being directed, right? Like if you keep relaunching things that you've launched in the past, you're stuck in that energetic state where when you get rid of a lot of that, like for me, I got rid of everything that had like a curriculum (laughs) essentially, right? It was like anything that was like old things that I said or old things that I believed, I just let it go. You know, my one-on-one is hundred percent custom. My mastermind is hundred percent custom. My membership is custom. Like there's no like set curriculum in there. It grows and evolves as I do. So I don't need to go in and up, uh, update curriculum. I don't need to go in and update a sales page to match my new energetic frequency. It's like, well, maybe in the membership. I do have a sales page for the membership. But anyway, <laughs> um, all of that to say, like, there's very little maintenance and upkeep because it's all live. It's all ongoing. It's all evolving as I am, which is why for me, as somebody who changes and transforms very rapidly and anchors into new frequencies very rapidly, I was starting to get bogged down with everything that I had to do to keep my curriculum-based programs up to date, representing who I am today. And that was exhausting too. And so it frees up a bunch of that capacity too. When you get really clear on what is my heart really in? What do I really want to share with the world? How do I want to express it? And what offers best represent, most importantly, what offers best represent my work? Those are the ones that are here to stay. The rest can come and go. They can weave in and out. They can wait until you have more capacity to go through them and rework them. But the core offers, those foundational pieces need to be more on the minimalist side of, I just get to show up and be. I just get to show up and serve. I don't need to do much of anything. I just need to show up, hold space and allow that transformation to happen for my clients. Of course, that's from like a service-based perspective, but 
all that to say, I feel like that's a completely different answer than what I sent back to my friend, but (laughs) we're going to go with it. That is what needed to come through today. And I hope it helps in some capacity. And once again, like I just want to say, there is no right or wrong way. You know, I prefer things with no curriculum maintenance where it's just, I show up and do my job. I am intuitive. I respond. That's just how I operate. That's what's easy to me. Um, I would rather stab my eyeballs out than listen through old curriculum and make sure it's still up to par and then re-record the things that I'm not happy with. Like, that's just not me. Um, That being said, everybody is different. I have somebody who is basically creating an empire of, I have a client who's basically creating an empire of memberships. And that is a beautiful, sustainable business structure for her and feels so light and easy for her. Um, Again, not something that's like the norm in the industry, but just something that she was drawn to and something that we built out to support her energy in the way that she flows. So there's so many ways to do it. There's so many ways to build. You do not need to be on the life force exploiting hamster wheel all the time. You get to just flow when you're inspired and fall back on those foundation pieces, on those foundational offers when you need that rest period, when you need to recuperate. And that's really what builds out that sustainability in your business because it does create that space for rest. It creates a space for holidays. It creates a space for time off and that foundation is always going to be there for you as you grow and evolve. So I want to just plant that seed with you today. I hope it helps. And of course, if you would like to work privately together, you can either do that in person or virtually. I have anything from a 30-day option to a six-month option for digital as well as a four-day in-person VIP immersions. Um, those are booking up. So go get a discovery call for that. If you would like to come to BC Canada and work through your business and your energetics and all of the beautiful things that you have in store for the next 12 months, um, the link will be in the show notes for you there. And let's get your business working for you. Let's get your business sustainable. Let's get your business expressing your most honest and potent and authentic essence into the world. Let's package up those beautiful, incredible, amazing gifts that you have to share with the world and make sure that they are landing with maximum potency and authenticity. So I will talk to you soon. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world if you'd take a moment to download a couple episodes and rate the show to help it reach more like-minded leaders. If you loved today's discussion and decide to share it, be sure to tag me on Instagram at Radiant Soul Coach to help expand the ripple effect of this podcast.